All right, welcome in everybody to the final episode of the 2022-2023 fantasy football season for the Bruise Buds and Dubs Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your commissioner, Victor Corcus, aka Doing Lines on Waller Street, and with me, as always, I have Alex Roberts, aka the Harvison Method. How are we, Alex? Good. It's it's uh, happy to be here. <laughs> Unfortunate that it's over. Um, went by too quick, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we're here and uh, wrapping up the season. It was a fun season. Yeah, it, I do really think the season just absolutely flew by this year. It's depressing. It felt- it felt very fast, and it is depressing. It is depressing. But and when the Lions are good, the season moves faster because you actually look forward to games instead yeah. of just not looking forward to every week. Yeah. Either way, season was a blast. I feel like it was a, a success on most parts. Uh, hopefully, everybody had a great time, great year. Um, obviously, looking forward to next year as well. Uh, for you guys to know, the trophy is almost completed, and I do plan to maybe have the guys over. We'll have a little – soiree you guys can see the trophy mitchell can get it you know can take it home things along those lines but it's looking really really nice i'm very excited to get it fully completed and, and show you guys i completely forgot the trophy was a thing i forgot oh, I, yeah. we even paid for that don't Surprise. forget about it. that's your hard-earned money going into that thing. so um for this episode we're actually going to be bringing on a couple of guest speakers we'll have our champion uh mitchell bow on with us and then we will also have alan guzman aka chase bank aka probably the rival for the rest of the year for my or for the rest of the this league um, AKA, for myself aka maybe last place you know AKA undecided is last place but <laughs> i'm a nice guy all right alan welcome on man tell us about uh tell us about the final week um yeah i mean once again, I mean, it's fantasy, you know, uh, things happen and it was very unexpected. Um, unfortunately, a player went down on the bill side and it was sad. It was very tragic. It could have been way worse than how it came out. Um, but I mean, that, I guess that's fantasy and that's that's uh, that's football for you. Unfortunately, I had Jamar Chase, which was my first round draft pick. Um take a back seat with zero points at the beginning of the game. And Vic had Gabe Davis, which was another big asset, which I honestly, I thought he was going to go off regardless in week 18. Cause that's just my luck in fantasy football. But um, thank the, thank the Lord above that he dropped that pass because he had soap in his hands and it was pretty bad. But, um, but I guess once again, I mean, that's fantasy. Well, what, what can you do? I think the worst part is not, I mean, obviously I'm sure if you're watching the game or watching red zone, you saw the bomb that he dropped in the end zone, Gabe Davis, that would have swung this game back in the favor of the commissioner, the guy who did the bigger, was the bigger person, went to week 18 so everybody could play. But the worst part is, is he just needed one more catch is all he needed. And that, that was the win. That was the difference. It came down to, I did the math and I don't remember what it was, but it was like a point four point. Point four points. So one catch. I will uh, say there was one catch. I don't know if you guys were watching the uh, the Cincinnati game during week 18, but I mean, Jamar Chase was literally like fingertips away from catching another touchdown pass. So, I mean, that could have been a game changer as well. So, I mean, it's one little thing after another. And well, I, honestly, even if it wasn't me at the very, very end and it happened to someone else, I know it might sound biased just because I was in it or whatever the case may be, but 
I would have voted for week 18 stats. I mean, who could have ever planned for a guy to literally get CPR and get intubated and all that stuff happened during our finals week. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was unprecedented and it happened and I would have voted for week 18 stats. So Vic, yeah. Vic, I want to hear your, your, what were your raw emotions when you did the math? Cause that's the worst part is you actually had to cal- calculate the scores, calculate the difference and then saw the outcome. What was your, what was your reaction there? And it was pretty upsetting. Of course, you know, I think it was, um, one, you know, slap myself for even putting myself in that in that position. <laughs> slap myself for giving Allen the chance to win, even though per the NFL and per Yahoo, <laughs> the NFL, <laughs> I won. Um, but being the commissioner, you know, I didn't want to leave any stones unturned. I wanted to make sure everybody was happy with you guys, with how you guys hoped like the league would end up being and or end up you know, ending. Um, but I think the worst part for me is just like how the whole, the season really unraveled for me. It was a, it was a roller coaster that ended terribly for me. So I get into play, I, I scratch and claw, get into playoffs, you know, give myself a winning team to get into the playoffs. I am in the playoffs, but per the new rule, unfortunately I got kicked out. I go in, I'm beating Allen, the game's playing, game stops, I win, but I give it another shot uh, for Allen, and I lose on that on that end of things too. So it was all of it kind of turning the in all together, just the full story just kind of is what really brought me down. The fact that I should have been in playoffs, the fact that I shouldn't have gave Allen that opportunity, <laughs> but – it is what it is. I'm your commissioner and uh, I'm going to be the one who takes the hits. So, yeah, I mean, quite literally, quite literally, like the, you had the biggest up and down season. You went from like dead last to like, you're going to wear the dress to the playoffs, like you said, and looking like you were really going to have a spot and then back into losing as the seven seed and wearing that dress. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we're just kind of season's over. We don't want to talk football, football too much, but I, just got to know why Hassan Haskins over one of the Dolphins running backs, just the new England matchup. Yeah. I didn't like the, the new okay. England matchup. Uh, that's, that's really what it was. And Hassan Haskins was going to be the one who got the ball. What mm-hmm. should have gotten the ball the whole entire game. Right. I mean, he was the only running back that they had because Dontre Hillier was out and um, Derek Henry obviously was out. So the opportunity was there. I wanted to try to cash in on the opportunity as much as I can. Um, but I mean, when you're playing it, when I see my opponents playing new England defenses, that's where, that's what I get worried mm-hmm. is it, I, I didn't like it, especially, um, in division going into week 18, I didn't like making the, the call to do that because it was the bills versus the Patriots, which again, I just, I didn't want that to happen, but it happened. So, nope. but yeah, that's, that's, that's basically what it was. Patriots have a good defense yeah. and. I didn't, I didn't like the matchups. Yeah. Alan, what was your, uh, moving past this? What was, I guess, what was your highlight of your season? Favorite part of your season? Low light, I guess, low light, maybe, because obviously it was a rough year for you. Um, turning point, anything you can point out that really sticks out for this season? I mean, honestly, from last year going to this year, it was the same narrative. 
Um, started off with a very low draft pick, which I'm not a fan of. And me personally, I know some people like to, to, to go last, but for me, going last was very, very tough, especially with the people that I had in front of me. I think that was, I think those were the, some of the things that, uh, during the podcast that you guys didn't, uh, put a little bit of insight on was where a lot of guys in our league were in draft positions and who they could have picked up and so on and so forth. So I think that plays a huge factor. Um, along with that, I think for me, the downfall once again, is just, is injuries. Um, injuries was a huge thing. There was a point where, uh, I lost like five of my main players. I think when I played you, I think in week six or seven or something like that, Alex. Um, but I will say one of the highlights that I had was, I think I got, I'll, I'll vote for myself on this one, but I think it was manager of the year. I think I was the waiver wire pickup king. Um, I was trying to pick up as many guys as I can. I, I had some money and sometimes I didn't have money, but I still made it work. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was, I was super active offline. Um, Mackenzie paid the price on that, which I feel so bad for. Greedy um, in ninth place. I mean, if you win, that's one thing, but. Right, right. Well, <laughs> when I told her, I was like, oh, she's like, oh, what place are you in? You're like, like top five. <laughs> No, no, not at all. So I'm fighting was, for my life. In the face. Yeah. <laughs> she did say she wanted to see me in the dress, which I was kind of game for. I mean, like I said, I would let the league decide. To me personally, it was week 18, but uh, faith was not for me this year. So well, let's but let's throw this out here. Let me just let me just throw some things out there. And obviously the whole league needs to decide. But what if we did like something a little less than a dress? Something still demasculating. I don't know if that's a word, but I just made it up. Uh, emasculating, I think, is the word. I don't know, like a romper. I don't know, like short, shorter shorts. I'm I think, just trying to, I'm just trying to think that's like still embarrassing. Maybe a little less. Personally, I would say I would allow anything to really be a romper. Like even if you want to do like a man skirt, I'd be cool with that. Maybe a kilt. Um, a kilt isn't yeah, that like weird. A, I, Let's I go to like Polish American night and you can wear a kilt. Yeah. Not yeah, Polish. And then I, I told Vic this separately. I did say, I'm like, I would be okay with you just doing it for like three innings instead of like the full game. It would be hilarious. It'd be the full game, obviously. But me being in that position, I would vote for three innings instead of the full game and go from there. But I don't, I don't know what you want to move forward with, Vic, if you want to do like another league vote or. No, league votes don't go in my favor ever. So it's okay. <laughs> It'll be, yeah, no, no dress, actually. You have to wear a thong the whole time. That's what they'll decide. <laughs> These sick freaks. Anyways. I mean, Vic, how do you, how do you think, like, from where you ended, where you started, and then seeing, like, who was at the bottom? Because me, personally, I would have said Kret all the way. Like, there was no way that he would have made it out. And seeing him and Garrett just put up massive points during the uh the toilet bowl playoffs um was are you asking me who i thought was gonna end up wearing the dress is that what you're asking me i thought it was gonna be you personally the only reason why i think that though is because you got really with with injuries and it i don't know your team didn't really look that great to me yeah that's just me being completely honest with you no there was Uh, a lot of hiccups i mean once again if everything would have hit in all cylinders for all for all my guys i would have been fine of yeah. course, I think I'll be fine. None of my guys, like one day, one guy would go off, and then the for three weeks, he'd just be dead, dead weight. One of the best things I've learned in football is an inconsistent. This is real football, but it also applies to fantasy. If your team is inconsistent, your team is not good. 
that's what I learned. That's a big good teams are consistent. That's bad facts. teams are not. Are you guys are you guys planning on having Garrett and Kret on here to kind of talk about where their heads at with how the league ended? No, I don't think so. I think we're just grabbing mm-hmm. Mitch for the championship and then uh you just want to talk to you about because the ending, how it ended. Yep. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy stuff. But it was fun. Right. It, was, it was fun while it lasted. All right, Vic, you want to wrap this interview up here and get rid of this scumbag? <laughs> I mean, no, either way, though, congrats, Alan, um, on not having to wear the dress, though. If you look at Yahoo standings, you are in 10th place. Um, but uh, congratulations. Either way, uh, good fight. Uh, obviously not the best year for you, um, but – Luckily, we're we still got more years to go, and there is still going to be plenty of spaces on the on the trophy for you to be able to put your name on it. Um, we obviously don't want to have just Mitchell's name on the trophy, which Huge. is going to already be taken up two spots. Don't get so, me started. I'm so I'm, mad. I'm hoping I'm hoping this trophy and having it in person and having you guys over will really just light a fire underneath of you guys for next year and knowing what you're really fighting for there. Um, but again, Alan, congratulations. Um, season's over. Uh, for both of us, the the torturing is done because that's what it kind of felt like. Uh, but other than that, that's that's really all I have for for Alan at this point in time. Hey man, two, thanks for hopping on. Best of luck. Two two things that I want to end on, boys. Um, actually, three things is number one. I don't know if you guys have ever thought about it. Maybe we should do like a year end review with everyone from the league to see what their points and thoughts are. Um, I think it'd be pretty cool for people that didn't have a chance to get on here and, and talk about their teams. Um, and second, Vic, I will buy you the first round while we go to the Tigers game. He's, he's probably gonna root for you, but I think I think <laughs> I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna ask for a round from everybody. I'm not just yeah, asking no. for a round for you. <laughs> I'm gonna need I'm gonna need ten beers. I'm gonna need to be ten beers deep. Right, that we'll, we'll gonna be. Black out with be, the skirt around his ankles. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be mooning the the big screen. Well, we'll get you, we'll get you those like long stick daiquiri things. And you oh yeah, that's what I on those. That's what I want. There you go. And uh, once again, thank you guys for having us or having me on here. Um, and Vic, thanks for joining, God, brother. Yeah, with, uh, with the league. Uh, yeah, thank you. On and I'm gonna win this shit next year. Hell yeah, love to hear it. Anybody but Mitch, 2023. That's the, that's the plan. <laughs> Let's not put that in the air. Let's not put as, that in the air. As he just joined the Zoom with his name being Elite Champion Forever. Screw oh, this God. guy. All right, Alan. We'll talk to you soon, man. We'll talk later, to you later. That was uh, Alan Guzman, aka Chase Bank. He is off and running now. Um, we'll see what he can do, obviously, next year. Um hopefully increase his winning percentage and draft himself a better team. Cause he blamed it on the draft mostly, but um, our next guest that we're going to be bringing on here is none other than your back-to-back champion, um, Mitchell Bow, AKA CMC D's nuts, who I believe owes an apology to Christian McCaffrey. Um, and we're going to go ahead and get his thoughts on the year and how everything worked out. Um, in general. So um, let's go ahead and bring him on. Yeah, we're bringing him in. We're bringing him in live. So let's see if he comes in, drops anything he shouldn't be saying, or if he's even at the computer yet. What's up, champ? You will not catch me saying something like that. How's it going, gentlemen? How are we doing? Doing good, doing good. Glad to be here. Thanks for the invite. Go ahead. Just say whatever you want to say, get it off your chest, and then we'll get you out of here. We don't really want you here today. 
<laughs> I mean, I've, I've said it all pretty much in the uh, in the group me message there, but it, it was just crazy that I I happened to not get many injuries and really just the the success of the team just kind of came on its own and it, it was an easy team to manage. So um, fun season, good for me. It's great What's for the- you. You had a good draft. You had a good draft, which really carried you throughout the whole entire season. What's the uh, well going? Let's just go off your draft. What do you think the one move is? whether it was trade, pickup, draft pick that carried you to this first place. Obviously, we know what draft pick carried you to the playoffs, but I don't think he helped you win the championship all too much. So what's the thing that helped you win the championship itself? Yeah, so obviously I got to give it to my boy Christian McCaffrey. Just stud through and through pretty much all year, but really explosive when I needed him. You got to give it to Josh Jacobs for getting him there, but it's just like the Lions getting it to the one-yard line for Jamal Williams. It's just meant to be, and then Christian McCaffrey just takes it home. He does his job and, and makes sure that I go home a champion. Yeah, it was a, a great pick. It was the pick to be made. You had the two spot, if I recall correctly, right? That's and right. It, I was skeptical after after last year. And yeah. uh, honestly, like I said, I gave him too much trash, because, but he ended up coming through for me in a big way. So what's the, plan, what's the plan to uh, get it year three? Is it just draft Christian McCaffrey again? <laughs> Uh, you know what? I might have to, to change that up. It depends what the draft position is. If he's on the table, you know, I might dig him, but, uh, I like the draft order that I've been doing. It's, I didn't copy it year over year. We added that flex spot, but I kept it pretty true to the general form of how to build the team and it worked for me. So I'm going to do that again or some variation of it close to. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I mean, obviously a phenomenal season. You, you really, started taking over in that number one position. What was it? Probably around like week five, week six, somewhere in that range. You, you were climbing, you were climbing, you were climbing, you're climbing and you never fell, which is good. You see those teams, they climb, they climb and they fall when it comes to fantasy football, because fantasy football is so um, volatile when it comes to your players, the points you're putting up, things along those lines, but that just never happened for you this year. And it was destiny uh, for you to win this, this league. after you seen how the, the year was going. You know, I felt I feel like you probably felt pretty confident going out, going throughout the whole entire year. Yeah, I think your your team, sorry to cut him you off, Mitch, but your team definitely deserved. I mean, your team was just rock solid. Mm-hmm. Like, even yeah. if you didn't win the championship, I would have probably been like, well, Mitchell definitely had the better team, I think. So it's just funny because at, at the beginning of the year, you guys did your power rankings. I don't know. I think I was middle of the road somewhere like five. But uh, it's, it's just funny to have heard that at the beginning of the year. Everybody made their opinion of how things were going to go. I felt pretty down after that first week. I got like 86 points or something. It was brutal. I was like, oh, boy, I drafted a bunch of duds. Uh, it, it really turned around. I, I didn't I didn't tilt or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think Destiny. when we thought Josh Jacobs was going to be an absolute scrub, now it puts you in the middle of the pack. And then you had Jamal Williams on the roster pretty early on. And those two guys – just overachieved when you can never imagine kind of, kind of led you here. Um, the thing that I'm more mad about, I'm happy you won the championship this year. You had a good team. I have no idea. I still don't understand how you won the championship last year. I mean, I know we have, this is a year ago at this point, but we haven't had the chance to talk about it and document it. it that's, it was crazy. How'd you win last year? It doesn't make any sense. That was just a lot of luck <laughs> at the right time. I mean, you can't, there's no better way than with, your top two picks going out than to just get lucky. And that's exactly what happened. I'm shocked that, that it did happen. That was, that was electrifying. This last year felt very, very good. 
Um, but obviously a, a lot different situation going in, even that last week, like, all right, I've got a, a team that I've hobbled together here over the season. And like, is it going to hold up? I don't know. And it does end up coming through. Yeah. And we just, we asked this to Alan as well, who was on with us earlier talking about the last place game, but what was the, what was the, the moment of the season, the turning point of the season highlight biggest move that, that led you to this spot? Do you think? I think right around. Uh, so when I picked up Jamal Williams, that was huge. I got him dirt cheap, maybe for free on the waiver wire. I'm not sure, but it, it was the best pickup of the season for me, but right around that, like, fourth week or so I think I was on like a three win streak at that point and that's about when I added Jamal Williams and I just kind of like felt good from there I, I just was solid my guys were playing a lot of question marks sometimes on whether they were going to but ultimately they they came through a vast majority of the time I, I only dealt with uh, the Dallas Goddard injury and then maybe like one other long-term injury Kyler Murray I guess went out but QB yeah, they're available. Very replaceable. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel like the uh, the ninth, tenth place matchup turned out this year? What do, what are your thoughts on that? I'm interested to hear. <sighs> Tough. Tough for you. It really is. Um, honestly, I think you did the right thing being the commissioner of the league. You didn't have to. You could have said the NFL stat book is what I go by. I would have accepted that. I guarantee we would have heard Allen complain about it. I, I think he may have tried to use that as a way to get out. I don't, I don't know for sure. But so I think you did the right thing. You saw saw the chance to definitively drive home what the situation is. And uh, you, you offered it up. And unfortunately, Allen came through and uh, took it from you, especially after your, we'll call it a, a fall from grace from that sixth spot getting relegated out of the playoffs on, on points. It's tragic. It really is. But hey, you're the commissioner, so good for you. Way to set an example. Be the bigger person. And, uh, you know, if you do the punishment, everybody will, right? That's right. You guys better. Um, yeah, are you excited to uh, Are you excited to finally get this trophy and finally see the trophy, Mitch? Of course. I've, I've wanted that thing for the past year. It doesn't exist. I'm going to put a shelf up, get it like right up in here. You're going to okay. put a shelf up. It's permanent. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was going to be bummed if I didn't actually win again because, okay, my name's on the trophy, but I didn't get to actually have it for a whole year. <laughs> and so now I do, and I get the first two spots. So I, it couldn't be better. couldn't be happier about it. I'm thrilled to see that thing. Yeah, it should be fun. We have my longtime league of 10 years. We still haven't bought a trophy yet, and it's just driving me crazy. Like, can we just – we're all adults now. We can afford a trophy. It's just something that we can keep a record of and everything. But it's awesome for you to get your name on it back-to-back -back and uh, display it somewhere in that lovely house of yours. Thank you. <laughs> no, you are going to have to – you are going to have to go into the trophy shop and have it plated yourself you pay for that just for you to know that also <laughs> nice. speaking of paying i'm not buying this dress i'll pick what dress i want but i am not buying this dress you don't just have one to know that no I don't okay have one. i thought you might have access to one <laughs> i think that's pretty fair Vic. i think we could probably chip in and cover the dress for you i was thinking I think about i should cover the dress for you just alan yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> fair that is very fair he gets out of it <laughs> at least Victor gets it covered for him. I was thinking about calling up the trophy shop and telling them, hey, just uh, throw those first two on there. I'll come pay separate. Just make sure they go home on the thing. 
No, you can do it. He's right around the corner. He lives right by us. He'll be all right. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, though, Mitch, congratulations. Another phenomenal uh, season. Uh, we'll see what season three uh, does for you next year. Is it luck? Is it you're just good at yes. fantasy football? We'll figure out, right? We'll find out. We'll see how it is. Matt Weber, again, another rookie in the fantasy football world, makes it to the semifinal, makes it to the finals. I will never, I will never go off of my belief in jinx, jinxing players in a good way or a bad way, as such as we did with Josh Jacobs and uh, beginner's luck, rookie luck when it comes to fantasy football, for whatever reason, your first couple of years, you can kill it. I think it's more so of a, like the um, the saying ignorance is bliss comes into fact because you just start overthinking once you realize what you know and it just gets it, in your head. The problem it's is bad. you don't know anything, even though you exactly. think you know. <laughs> you think you know, but you don't. Yeah. So just but, wait till that happens, Mitch. Next year, the draft comes around, you're going to be crunching the numbers and have no idea what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I can only hope so. I, you know, I- sorry. What are your takeaways? What were your takeaways on the season? Um, what about your? Sorry to cut the same thing, takeaways, but I know initially you were so against the double flex. So, and changing things. So, tell me about it. Um, yeah, the double flex, I did actually enjoy it. It's it's fun. I don't want to go too radical, though. I'll, I'll stand against the, the double QB. And I, I have to say, I've won twice in a, two years in a row. So, I'm hooked on fantasy football. The only reason I'm going to leave this league is if there's some kind of major change and I'm like, I'm not on board. That's it. I'm out. But honestly, I don't even see that happening because I think the good people of BBW know that two QBs is just too much. I've backed off two QBs. I keep I suck at it. That's why I think it's the hardest way to play fantasy football. Um, but I keep losing in the, my, my league that I've had for 10 years at two quarterbacks. So I have backed <laughs> off. I will I will I will back off for now unless this league seems to get boring. And then but I don't think it will be. So um, you guys win. Actually, I just keep losing, and that's why you guys win. So, Well, here's the thing. You guys already know how I run this league. I feel like I've done a pretty good job at it. I do it pretty fair. I make sure I get everybody's opinions in there, and we'll run it just like we did this past year. Where I'm going to make sure we set aside some time. If anybody has any proposals they want to make to the league, fantastic. We'll let you put it in front of everybody. If not, then we'll just – roll with it when, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll revisit the playoff scenario of who gets in, who gets out. I'm thinking that we keep it the same with the highest points goes to six. It, it sucks. I just don't think like, I feel like this year. Yes. You got in Roberts. Cause you had the higher points, right? Right. But it, it's, it's tough because I was on a six win streak. You were on a four losing streak. So it's like, I, I feel like third. I really did. You did, you did, yeah. but I still feel like I deserve to earn the, the, to get into the playoffs, but at the end of the day, it Let's is just what say it is. This. That's just how it turned out. Let's That's just say it. this. You deserved it over Marky because Marky had like 15 points the whole season. So, <laughs> <laughs> all yeah. right, man. Marky, I- Marky, I'm sorry to, sorry to tell you, buddy, but there's a little rumor going around that everybody thinks you're a fraud. So, yeah. um, are you going to prove, prove a point next year and say that you're not, or are you just going to fold like a lawn chair, baby, and, and you're just going to be the fraud that you are? Let's figure it out. You know what? I do have a proposal for the league. How about a nice year-end party at Vic's house to to wrap things up? Vic, can we get your commitment on that on the air now? 
Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I already said that. I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to have you boys over. We'll have the trophy. We'll have an unveiling of the trophy if you'd like to. Um, no names will be put on it during the unveiling. You can go do that yourself. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, I do plan on having the guys over. Why not have some drinks, have some food, play some poker, do whatever you guys want to do, and uh, just have a nice little end of the year party. You guys can all see the trophy in person. And then whoever won the most money in the league this year pays for it all. So it's going to work out great. Yeah, you guys want to, yeah, like Mitch, you can pay oh, for the food. Mitch is right here. Perfect. Sweet. Uh, Thanks. I'll think about it as long as I don't have to go in on the dress. <laughs> that's all, Alan. We decided that. All right, Mitch, any last words? We appreciate you hopping on, champ. No, that's it, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for doing this. You know, yeah, keep it up. Uh, see you next year. Yeah, congratulations, buddy. Bye-bye. Right, thank you. All right. Well, I'm glad we were able to go ahead and, and speak to those two gentlemen and just get a little bit more insight on how they felt, how their season went. And obviously the champ and uh, and Allen just riding the high of not having to wear the dress. Um, I think we're going to keep this pretty short. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Just want to go over some end of season um, statistics, I guess. Just we'll, we'll point out a few things. We'll run through the rankings one more time, just the standings and how it turned out. And then we will uh, sign off for this season and you guys won't have to listen to me or Roberts for another seven months until the yes. next season starts. So um, first and foremost, let's just go ahead and go through the standings really quickly. Um, your champion this year in the one spot, CMC D's nuts coming in a close second and half PPR Chubb, Matt Weber in third place uh, my co-host alex roberts aka the harbison method in fourth place the now known fraud marcus's magnificent team um fifth place steven glansberg nate uh sixth place with nick torres aka dalvin cook bought me this gun seventh place tim timbo um eighth place praters taters ninth place asterisk Chase Bank, 10th place, asterisk, doing lines on Waller Street. Now, uh, what I always think is pretty cool to point out is how the season actually went for some people. And for me, it looks like you've got to look at the points for and points against and and who actually really you know went through it this year, who was getting the tough matchups, things along those lines. So if you want to go ahead and rattle those off, um, I'm all, we're all ears here. Yeah, so I'm sure you guys don't care about the exact numbers, obviously, but Mitch, um, top scorer, uh, put up over, I think, basically 100 points more than anybody else, uh, just around there, not not a full 100. Seven, but, yeah, it's about 65, 70 points. Yeah, 65, 70. Um, so, yeah, At 18, deserving, 50. Yep. deserving champion, deserving champion mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. from Mitch there. Um, lowest in points for uh, none other than the last place team the whole season. Prater stairs, but did not end the team end the season with the last place team. Um, so great job there. Uh, you did what you needed to do. Um, points for uh, points against actually. Um, the highest points against so that team that was just struggling was just fighting every single week. Um, was uh, who wouldn't you wouldn't you guess it? Prater Staters. Correct is out mm-hmm. there just couldn't score and was just getting beat down. Man, it was just. They jump him. They jump him off the street and <laughs> yeah. just beating him down. Poor That's guy. Right. It's not and about then, how hard you get hit. It's, about, it's about, about standing back up or something along those lines, right? Is yeah. that, that what the saying was? And let me tell you, he got hit a lot, a yeah. lot, a lot. Um, and then lowest points against uh, is Nate. Steven Glansberg had 
1548. Yeah, about 150 less than what I would guess would be average compared to everybody else. Everybody's around 17, give or take. Yeah, it's so. a 220 point difference between the points against for Cret to Nate. So Cret had 1769 against put up against him, and Nate only had 1549 put up against him. So, yeah. Nate, you really had honestly zero excuse to not win this league this year, and I'm just completely embarrassed for you. Yeah, I think he uh he he faced some tough injuries there at the end of the season, which kind of screwed him up. Uh, yeah. When we're just talking about points too, I did just think about um some players that stick out. Um, the first thing that I popped up and I was not expecting to see this was let's see who the number one quarterback on the season was, and it was Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Nick Nick Torres drafted a quarterback too early, but he drafted the right one. As much crap we gave him, we gave him yep. uh yeah number one quarterback. That's awesome. Um, Congrats, Nick. I'm sorry yeah. I said anything, um, but I mean you still didn't win, so whatever. Yeah, clearly you guys learned that like we don't know a ton. Um, <laughs> we think we know it way more than we do. Uh, the second one we've talked about it enough. Uh, Josh Jacobs, RB three on the season, 303 points um, behind Austin Eckler and Christian McCaffrey. Uh, those the top four running backs. Three of the four of them were drafted in the top five. Uh, Josh Jacobs was drafted, I think, the fifth round. Uh, so huge, huge difference there. That's, that's how you win a championship. Um, other positions, there's not really any big one that stick out that we either harped on or, or ripped on or anything like that. Um, but just, those are two, two big ones to point out that, Hey, you know, we're wrong a lot of the time. <laughs> it it happens. A uh, really quick question. Yeah. Why is, Oh, never mind. I know, I know. I was confused. I was looking at the fantasy points, uh, and it was only for the players on waivers, not for the there players. I'm like, how is Aaron Rodgers the second <laughs> highest scoring? Aaron Rodgers quarterback player. too. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, there is honestly some phenomenal performances this year. I, I think that it was a very weird year for fantasy. It kind of regained itself towards the end of the year. But um, like you said, King this year was Pat Mahomes with the highest fantasy points, number one QB, number one scorer in fantasy. Austin Eckler being the next non-QB position um, for the highest scorer. And then the highest scoring wide receiver, Justin Jefferson, this year. And then I wonder who the highest scoring tight end was. It probably... uh... I don't know. Travis Kelsey is freaking old. So it, it wasn't him, right? It was Travis Kelsey <laughs> this year. Travis how, Kelsey goes how many points? Takes it. Uh, there isn't another. I mean, he had more points than Stefan Diggs. Um, Let's see here. The next. The next tight end isn't even close. It was and a then, difference of uh, 263 to 174. So 90 yeah, points. TJ Hawkinson. Not even close. Yeah, so yeah. just insane season from him. Yeah, so obviously things to things to look at for next year's draft, guys. I'm I'm very excited. Obviously, sad that this year is over, but excited that we've built a league here where I feel like everybody takes it pretty seriously, which was my main goal from the beginning. You guys know that I harped on it. Um, you can make fun of how I run the league, how I put alerts out, how I do anything, but I feel like I run a pretty good, pretty damn good ship over here uh in the bbw league so i'm happy you guys are all a part of it you make it great and um you know have a fun off season but 
next year it's it's gonna be a different year yeah i can tell you that i appreciate you letting me pl- letting me play like assistant to the commissioner because i'm always in your ear and bugging you about things so i appreciate that and you're not getting annoyed by that mm-hmm. um and yeah i'm excited i'm excited to propose some possible changes coming up for next year we'll talk about that in the off season and mm-hmm. uh you know just keep making the league competitive engaging the more things we can do that don't overcomplicate it to the point where it's no longer fun. Like Mitch mentioned earlier, I think yeah. is better for the league, especially when it comes to think about it, the whole offseason guys, punishment ideas. Uh, I don't yep. think we have to stick with the same thing every time, you know, we can switch to every year uh, punishment ideas. And I do have a question for you. Yeah. I don't know if you remember, but you said that you feel like, in your one of your leagues, you guys had the worst punishment that yeah. you could think of. I once I said I would like not. to I'd like to know what that was, just so I can it, already so, know that a league that I'm in is completely one hundred percent probably belong that punishment out of the water. So it probably is, um, but it and it, the thing is, is it's it's a very personal punishment to where like I have to live with it for the rest of my life, and it wasn't like a public flogging. Okay. Like a lot of fantasy punishments are. So okay. I got to take one earphone off so no one else hears me talking about this. Okay. Um, so we had a, a f- we went to high school. All of our guys, it was a high school league. All of our guys went to high school together. And there was a female who, before OnlyFans was a thing, was selling <laughs> pictures on our Instagram. Would, like, oh, advertise. wow. And so, wow. And you can throw the ad out there if you'd like to. No. Um, let's just say I don't want to be disrespectful to anybody. She wasn't what I found to be attractive. <laughs> okay. She wasn't conventionally attractive. Okay. All right. Um, that's all I'll say. And uh, the loser had to inquire for services. Oh, um, that is actually pretty bad. I'm it not is. Gonna lie. And like the thing is, is like no one really knows about it. But like there's also like a message of me in her Instagram DMs for the rest of the time. And she knows people <laughs> oh. that like. She knows people that I know and like, oh, that is tough. Yeah. So that she actually was a waitress at a restaurant that I wanted to go to for a very long time in Detroit. <laughs> and I couldn't go because I cannot just show up there and let her be my waitress. So it Yikes. was it's one of those things, like I said, in the grand scheme of things, probably nothing. But the fact that that just like is in the back of my head and like she also thinks that I was inquiring. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you didn't like message her back like a couple years later. Like, hey, I just want you to know that it's for a fantasy football punishment. I'm not coming some kind of like sick freak. I didn't want to like, like disparage her either. You know, like be yeah. disrespectful and be like, oh, that was just a joke. I kind of felt bad. Yeah. I felt yeah. bad saying that too. I and mean, you could have like, been I like, handle... I mean, you can still send the photos if you want, but. Uh... <laughs> well, the problem the problem was with the league is we had to. Uh, so it first started as you had to inquire and ask about them and everything like that. And then by the end of the season, when people started to realize they weren't going to be last place, they were like, oh, no, you have to buy them. And oh I was like, God. I was like that guys that that wasn't the rule. It was not that I had to buy them. It was just that I had to ask because that's the worst punishment. And once you get once you ask, I mean, that's everything's out of the way now. But yeah, so what's your what's your punishment? Vic? Uh, I'm not going to lie. That one's pretty brutal. brutal. Um, our league that I'm in my in my other league, the punishment for last place and the way they did last place was actually I, I didn't like it. They did last place based off regular season last place. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, I put that in the group me because they were very they were very like, no, we don't want anybody being able to touch the players on waivers yeah, that aren't in playoffs, which I understand, mm-hmm. you know, at the same time. So they just wanted to use regular season, which, you know, true last place, I guess, technically. But loser has to go to a restaurant and take a blow up doll as the yeah. date. So yeah, I've seen that. I, that one is pretty brutal. Uh, there's a lot of partnerships in this league because the buy in is, is at a hefty price. And if you were a partner and you lost, 
you both had to get a blow up doll and go on a double date with the blow up dolls. So I thought that was pretty brutal, but that's hard. That's like the like I said, that's like the two things. Like mine was very like personal. Like this lives within me forever. <laughs> Yours is very much like an hour of very much like a embarrassment and people looking yeah. weird. And thankfully, I think it's big enough now that a lot of people will be like, "Oh, that's a punishment" because of TikTok yeah. and things like that. But anybody yeah. over the age of forty will have no idea what's going on. So <laughs> I, that is that is awful. Did you lose that league, Vic? Or did, uh, no, I didn't safe? lose okay. that league. No, I was the champion last year. I didn't. I didn't win this year. I took sixth and made playoffs. But it is what it is. There was a team just like like how Mitchell's was this year, where it was just you could tell like they had the team very early on. Yeah. You know, usually that doesn't happen, right? Yep. It uh, it doesn't happen like that, but you find out that people have the team very early on. Yeah. Well, but, enough about our yeah. own fantasy leagues. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't get any sick and twisted ideas for next year. I like fun, lighthearted, not too bad, but still something you definitely don't want to do. So it keeps yeah. you motivated at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, and like I said, keep any other ideas open to uh, draft order, punishment, things like that. And we'll talk about that as we get closer to the season. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we'll give you guys a seven month heads up this time rather than the one month heads up of, thinking of ideas, you know, obviously you're probably not going to think of any ideas until football starts being talked about again. But if you want to, you know, you're an overachiever. There's some, wanna, there's some lonely wanna, days in the summer with just yeah. baseball on, you know, yeah. get your you mind can, flowing. Listen, send in, you know, send them all in to me. I'll make sure I make a notation of them uh, or note of them. Um, if you guys want to do the draft order differently than what we did this past year, which was like the draft lottery machine, the makeshift machine, we can do something completely different. Um, you know, just, just start thinking of these things and then just as an what idea. you want to propose. Yeah. Sorry to talk over you. Just as an idea for something like draft order, I can tell you that our other, another league of mine, we um, every year we do a March Madness bracket. And then that finishing order of that determines your draft order. So it's just something like simple, like a competition doesn't have to be that whatsoever, but that's just an idea to show that there's different ways to do it. Um, there's definitely different ways. I think what, what really plays into it for me specifically, I like the randomization of it because sometimes, okay, you win March Madness, but what, you get the number one pick. Sometimes you don't really want the number one pick. Like some people don't like being put in that position. So yeah. that's, that's, that's where it's also yeah. kind of random when it comes to March Madness. Let's be honest. Yeah. It's a little yeah. random. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll see. I thought about, you know, a draft combine and, or doing a, like a random combine drill every year. <laughs> like pick a random one and one year it could be the wonder like test where it's not physical and one year it can be the 40 yard dash because then you know not everybody's fast and you know just random stuff like that we record yeah. it edit it into video watch it together at the draft party something like that um but like i said just ideas and we'll uh we'll see when we when we get closer yeah for sure well guys again thank you for listening to our rambling for the entire season. Thank you for listening in and actually making this podcast a thing. Roberts, thank you for approaching me with this. I thought it was a great idea. Um, obviously, I love talking fantasy football, so I was willing to do this with no pushback at all. I really wanted to do it. Um, other than that, guys, again, thank you for a successful year. Congratulations to the champ again. Congratulations to all who won money. One thing for you guys to know, um, we introduced this payout thing this year. I'm happy you guys were on board with it when I brought it up. Every single person had won something this year, so which was great. I mean, whether it was only $20 or $100 or whatever it is, somebody wants something is better than not winning anything. Um, and we can continue to revisit these types of things um, throughout each year. And, of course, like I said, we'll, we'll host another team meeting uh, towards the start of fantasy football for next year, and we'll go over any kind of options or opinions you guys have. 
yeah. Awesome, guys. We appreciate you listening. If you guys didn't listen, I, we really wouldn't make it. I can see you guys listen, so I appreciate it. It's fun for us to talk, but it's also fun that you guys get to listen and get a quick update on the league. So have mm-hmm. a great off season. For me, fans football prep starts next week. I'll be listening to podcasts every day. Just joking. I don't have time for that anymore. Um, but uh, we'll see you guys next year. And this is my year. Just, I think I'm just gonna try like the route of like just I'm not gonna pay anything. it. I'm not gonna pay attention to anything. I'm just gonna draft who I think I want, and then that's that's just it. Auto draft 2023. <laughs> here I come. <laughs>